What's going on, gamers? Talon back here again with another episode of the Waypoint Podcast here on 59 Direct. And of course, I am joined by most of the usual group, actually. We got a new guy in here today, guys. We got Lethal, as you already know. We got Bobby. And say hello to the newest member, Iron Kane. Iron, go and say hello, man. What's going on, guys? Happy to be here. Happy to be here. All right, so we got a lot of stuff to talk about because the last couple weeks have been absolutely crazy for a lot of us, and we haven't been able to do the podcast in a while, so this is kind of playing catch up with some stuff and also talking about some most recent stuff as well. But first off, a couple of our guys here actually got to go to PAX East, which is really cool. So if you haven't seen any of that content, make sure to go down in the description or up in the top right corner that way and check out all the content. We had some awesome interviews and everything, some first looks at some games, really cool stuff. So if you want to see all that stuff, make sure you go check it out. And of course, sub to the channel as always. But first, Lethal and Iron here both got to go to PAX East and uh, just give us a quick explanation, guys. How was your experience? What was what was it like? Was it really fun seeing some of the other 5-9 team members and everything like that? Let us know. It was magical. No, I'm just kidding. No, it, <laughs> it was, was great. Magical. Dude, it was. <laughs> no, it, it was. was. It was. It was. It was a great time. Um, here, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, Iron. Um, definitely meeting right, meeting, meeting the rest of the team. Right, meeting Iron here, for example. Uh, super cool. It was great to meet them in person. Um, I think we had a great time. And then even that went ahead and just transferred over into actual packs for me personally, dude so freaking cool this was my first pax and um it was just cool because i've gone to other conventions right? i've gone to like comic cons before but i've never gone to just a convention that is just right centered and themed on video games so for me this was like disney you know this just felt like a mini disney world to me so um since we got in there right just seeing all the different games that were able to play there's so many different indie games and just one thing i told myself like i had made this promise i was like man i gotta play more indie games so of course when you go to pax like just the show floor is just filled with different uh indie games and some from big publishers like devolver digital you know and then just some literally like independent uh teams that are just like two people or just one person and they're just telling you how they put their work into this game for like a couple years i'm just sitting here like man you did this all by yourself like it's incredible so just to play out so many different games and i didn't get to play as many as i wanted to but i got to play a good chunk of them and i know i'll say one that i was excited for which was trek to yomi at the devolver digital booth and and man, ugh, ugh. I've told you guys like before, like how much I, I really want to play this game. It's it's one indie that stuck out to me where I was like, man, I want to try that game out. And uh, I got to try it out. So freaking fun. Um, I wish I got to play more with it, but the little bit of time that I did have with it, I enjoyed the crap out of it. It was so much fun. Um, just definitely a game to look out for. Um, you know, just look out for it when it comes out because it should be coming out, I think, sometime soon. So definitely just be on the lookout for that. Um, but I got to try a bunch of other games, right? Some smaller games. Uh, we did some panels. Uh, probably one of my favorite panels. <sighs> there were so many. I would, If I had to pick one standout that I just think I had a good time, um, there, was a, there was a Wii U panel that we went to. And uh, it just, it had a bunch of, you know, different, uh, some creators in there, people who've worked in the business. Um, and in that panel, you know, we just, they, it was just so much fun talking about the history of Wii U. But um, it was just great to just see, like, just uh, content creators come together, right, to just do a panel. Some of them, like, don't really do stuff like that. So when they go to a physical convention to kind of meet up, either whether it's for the first time or just, coming together to present and talk about a topic like it was just an overall fun panel talking about the history of a little bit of a nintendo and again with the wii and the wii u um, but i enjoyed it we got to meet ash um he's really cool he's a big content creator for good vibes gaming um iron knew him a little bit more than i did so i know iron was really excited uh and he was also with uh don't correct me correct me iron it, it's megaran megaran 
Yeah, you got it. You got okay, it. Okay, yeah. Because he was again, these are new content creators to me, right? So it was cool to not. It was cool to go in with fresh eyes because these are new people that I didn't I didn't know too too much before of, and just to learn more about them and just more about their like what they do. And again, just to see them come together and present something, and, and it was a fun. It was one of the fun panels that I went to. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't want to take the whole time here, but it just overall it was a great trip, and I had so much fun. Um, you can take it, Iron. Yeah, no, well, for me, like, uh, that panel was also really cool just because we got to speak to Ash after yep. the panel. I feel like that's a lot of things that are slept on as well, just that, yeah, you get to go to these panels, you get to hear these people um, speak their piece, but you actually get to talk to them afterwards if you want to. Like, not, not a lot of people, I feel like they do. They just, they go to the panel, they kind of just peace out. But yeah, no, if you wait by the um, the end of the panel, you can talk to the people, you can take a picture, you can have a couple words. And we had a couple words with Ash, and of course, you know, uh, here at Direct, try to cover everything gaming and ash has uh he's doing a channel as well uh, called good vibes gaming and it was cool just to hear some advice from the you know the success they had with that channel and just like talk about like uh, how things work on youtube and stuff like that and just like the grind and all that it, so it was very very cool and it was surreal just because this is somebody who i've heard on game explain uh, ash used to work at game explain but he's since left to form good vibes gaming with uh some of the former members there and then Mega Ran was somebody that was, it was so, so dope to me just because uh, if you don't know Mega Ran, he basically, uh, I feel I think the genre is called Nerdcore, but basically he uh, raps over uh, classic like video game beats like Mega Man and stuff like that. Mega Man is like his thing. He loves Mega Man. And uh, he actually like really, you know, I'm a white dude, so I, I didn't really listen to much hip hop growing up, but uh, I was listening to a lot of video game music when I like was getting really into music. And he introduced me to like uh, the genre of hip hop because it was like a fusion. So I was really, really grateful to him. And I took a picture with him and he actually retweeted it. And that like, that made my trip. That made my trip. But yeah, like uh, Lethal was touching on, it was really, really dope to meet him. The other guys as well. Uh, Geekin is, of course, I, I've known uh, a little bit prior, but it was really cool to meet Nolar and Hydros. And uh, Nolar is definitely lying. He, he is not 5'6", he's 5'8", <laughs> or something. They, they do measurements <laughs> differently in California. He's 100% lying. I'm gonna get measured and I will take a picture and I'm gonna send it to Noir. Uh, that is totally cap. But yeah, no, if you're at all in interested in the games industry, whether it's development, whether it's publishing, whether it's uh, charities, whether it's journalism like me, yeah, or uh, video journalism like uh, Lethal, there's definitely so many resources there, just people to network with, games to play. If you're just there to play games, there's so many games to play. And I think what's really dope about PAX is that this one in particular, the indies got like the main floor basically. Yeah. Like there wasn't like huge, huge names. Like when I went in 2019, uh, there was uh, like a Midgore behind me, ironically. Uh, the Final Fantasy VII Remake was actually available to play. Uh, Square Enix was there. Uh, you could like take a picture on like uh, Cloud's bike that he rides, which was really dope. And then there's a huge booth for uh, Animal Crossing as well, which was cool. Unfortunately, Nintendo with Square Enix didn't make uh, big showings or showings at all at this year's PAX. But it was cool that, uh, you know, Devolver Digital, uh, Gearbox, obviously Gearbox is not like indie, indie, indie but uh, it was really cool that Indies got like the main show. And it was just a really cool overall experience. Got to see a lot of cosplayers. Like some cosplayers, they get, they get really into it, man. Like you got to admire like the fact that they really go into these, Dude, these cosplays. It's Genshin. Not, it's not, Genshin just so put it out there Genshin. Genshin was a hot topic at uh at PAX this PAX at least oh now now we know why Iron enjoyed it so much <laughs> <laughs> oh man no but pa PAX was a blast it was a blast yeah. it was a blast meeting the guys it was a blast the convention in general I highly recommend if you're like thinking about it it's basically like 
Comic-Con, but for video games. So I highly recommend it. Very cool. Very nice, guys. Well, again, guys, if you haven't seen it already, go check out some of the content that we have over on the channel. And we actually have a couple more coming up uh, that we're just, you know, video files. And as you guys probably know, when it comes to like sending uh, files over Wi-Fi from the hotels and everything like that, not exactly the fastest. So we have even a few more things coming out in the pipeline. And we got some reviews coming up as well. So make sure you guys, again, sub to the channel if you want to see that particular stuff. So let's get into some topics, though, that, again, they might be a little old, you know, in terms of like news because it's like, oh, my gosh, it's a week over. But regardless, we got to catch up on a couple things and then we'll talk about some more recent stuff as well. But first, one of the big announcements that we had, God, what was it, almost two weeks ago at this point now, I think, was about, Kingdom yeah. Hearts 4. We, we, we don't care about that mobile crap over there. OK, that, that, those <laughs> games are whatever. Right. But Kingdom Hearts 4 was announced. And uh, as someone who has played both Kingdom Hearts 1, and Kingdom Hearts 2, and then obviously played Birth by Sleep, played uh, 350, 350, was it yep. 358 over 358. two? Actually bought it in Japan. I bought it in Japan, was in high school. So, you know, I played the original. Okay. So, and then or whatever chain, other 50, chain of memories. Chain of memories, played that back Mine. on the Game Boy Advance. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was a Game Boy Advance uh, yeah. game. And yeah, there, was, there was recoded. There was recoded the mobile one. Recoded and yeah, then we're, Dream Drop Distance. We're going to go back yeah. here. <laughs> yep. So, anyway, we played all of them. Three, in my personal opinion, it was okay. I mean, it was probably never going to live up to the hype that three was supposed to be, but I don't know. I personally just pers found it okay before it was announced. And uh, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I like the more realistic direction that they're taking with it. And uh, if they can cut back on the Disney worlds and everything like that, that's definitely something for me. But let me let me get your guys' opinions. What are your thoughts on Kingdom Hearts 4? Because again, it's it's nowhere near a release. I mean, we got until like what 2099 probably. That's a joke. If you can't tell by the way. Um, <laughs> Pretty much. But I mean, that's probably when we're gonna see it released. But what what are you what are your guys' thoughts on it? Uh, Bobby, you haven't been able to talk, man. What what are your personal thoughts on it? Uh, I'm always down for more Kingdom Hearts. Like Kingdom Hearts 3, it it was it was okay. Like it wasn't the worst game I've ever played. It was not the best Kingdom Hearts game. Um, to us but, the best. I, but i am <laughs> super excited for more like i i do love kingdom hearts i think there's something really charming about like the whole universe and uh i enjoy every kingdom hearts game i play at least to some extent you know i've never been like at the end of a kingdom hearts game been like well that was an absolute waste of my time except for maybe <clears> the original <throat> was it chain of memories the game boy advance one Hey, give respect no. to the card system, all right? Do not, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Give respect, buddy. I'm just kidding. not a card system guy. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, like I I'm cool. I thought it looked fantastic. I know they said the footage was in uh, UE4, and they're moving over to UE5, which from people I know who make games um, and work with UE4, they say that moving to UE5 is like seamless. So. That's, that's exciting that's, that that's if really they started good. work, yeah. they can just kind of go like port over and it'll just move right over for them uh, yep. and they can make it look prettier than it already does. Uh, that's one of the cool things. And yeah, like Talon, don't be hating on Disney World's man. That's that's like Kingdom Hearts. Dude, that's the beauty of it. No, man. OK, OK, the let me, okay, let me let, with Disney. Come on, bro. No, OK, let me let, OK, let me let me let me let me reiterate a few things then okay first off i like the disney worlds i actually do I, you know not not every single one hits i mean like okay. what is it everyone hates Atlantica. Uh, we, the, can, uh, we can agree yeah. we can agree yeah like right like That's you fine. know like pa Back past games there have been one or two disney games that you don't know, right but my my problem i think with the disney worlds this time around was not so much that there were disney worlds but it felt like we weren't actually 
fighting any of the Disney like bosses or bad guys or anything like that, right? Like, I mean, there was yeah, there's like true. some yeah. rumors. Or I don't know if it's a rumor or an interview or something like that, but like in Frozen, like Disney stepped in and would like not allow you to like yeah. actually fight anything. It's like it felt they like the, our strict. characters were. Yeah, super they're strict, super strict yeah. on they're it, right? Very strict for um, three, for whatever reason. Right, for some reason, and, and like, okay, fine. If you want to say Frozen, I, I guess I get it. But like, as one world out of all the other Disney worlds, and yet it was more like, like, I mean, Toy Story. I mean, oh my, I felt like they butchered the Toy Story uh, possibilities there, in my personal opinion, right? Like, you, you finally get to play in that world, and we're stuck in a toy store for the entire time. Right. I'm like, come on. Yeah. Like, it would have been cool to have some kind of like, I don't know. I mean, they, they love doing like the Baymax chase, you know, scene or whatever. It's like, why can't we have had that in the Toy Story? But from like Toy Story 2 at the airport or something like that. Right. Or, or, or like, you know, why not just, in Al's toy barn. Yeah. Al's toy barn. Like, like, why I, not that? I put that similarity, though, with the toy mall that they did. That's just my take on it. But like, I, I kind of got that Al's toy barn uh, kind of vibe from it. Yeah, a little kind bit. of. Yeah. But yeah. it was it was also kind of a big advertisement for the what was it? The, the, the DLC boss that we eventually fight if you bought it. Yeah, I was going to say right? the, like, the yeah. big that that world was the most important with the big tie in into four. So in a right. way, that was the most important world. Yeah. Right, but I, I don't know. I, just, I, I felt like there was not like it's like where was the Disney bosses that you know that we've come we've gotten from one and two. And yes, I know, like, especially from like one, you know, like oh Jafar got defeated and this and this. It's like it's like come on, it's Kingdom Hearts. If they can find a way to bring back X members because of reasons, I'm pretty sure you can do that for the Disney and everything like that, right? So I mean, mm. it's not it's not that hard. So so th that that was my I guess main complaint when it came to the Disney Hearts. It just it just felt like. Okay, I'm in the Disney World, and then I just fight some random big heartless, and I'm like, it's like it's like Sora and friends were not part of the story, like they were in one and two, right? Like they're just yeah. off to the side, mm -hmm. right? I mean, literally, especially yeah, I mean, in Frozen, in the Frozen it, World, it was just a, the song. <laughs> yeah, it was just a song, yeah, and then you the randomly part, saw yeah. them appear behind her for like a couple seconds. It's like, okay, thanks, guys. That's exactly yeah. what I wanted. So. Yeah, it was it was weird, uh, and I, I remember watching a video. It might have been Game Theory or something, but. I think it was, and and they talked about how like, in in the first like little section of the Frozen World of Kingdom Hearts three, it's very clear that like, you're gonna see who's it's Elsa right the blonde one yeah. the main character mm -hmm. right you, it's like it's very clear that using the Kingdom Hearts format, they're setting up Elsa to to be the one who like falls to the darkness or whatever, right and turned into a heartless and like you have to fight her. And then all of a sudden, like that just stops, at, like like basically after the first act of that little world, right. and then all of a sudden you're just progressing through this big like empty void of nothing until you reach the random boss that they came up with to substitute for that. And I'm like, yeah, that that makes sense. And I understand I understand why Disney would be protective because that's like their biggest money maker in right. 30 years, right? Uh, oh God, but at yeah. the same time, uh, it's like, man, we're we're just telling a story, a different take on the story. That's all. We're not we're right. not trying to mm -hmm. ruin it. What know? was the boss yeah. again? I I I it was like a big wolf. Han. It was Han. Like Han's darkness came out of him, and it was like a, some wolf heartless or something like that. It's like, and it wasn't like even in the world anymore. Like all of a sudden, you're just like in this darkness bubble, and it's just like, oh, yeah. Okay. I feel it's like what they could have done. I'm sorry. I, I was. I was. Gonna say, I feel like what they could have done was maybe like have Elsa make some like frozen monster thing, and you fight that. That way you're not fighting her, but you're fighting something that she created. I don't know. 
But I, I think that oh, was the big yeah. miss in this game was that the past yeah. games did such a beautiful job of blending like the villains mm -hmm. into like the theme of what they were trying to tell with that world and what lessons yeah. Sora would learn. Like there was such a good mix of how they did that in the past games. Where I think in this game, like we said, like the random boss was just a wolf, and it was like, well, this is kind of like anticlimactic like even the use of like the big plot right of like the organization 13 members like there was such a good mix in the past games of how they would do it and so in, i think in this game that was the number one argument was like yeah they didn't they didn't do that well like everybody says kingdom Hearts 3 they didn't care about the disney worlds in this one because all they cared about was the ending right that was like yeah. the biggest thing i think that almost everybody will tell you for kingdom Hearts 3 was that like it was the ending was I, the I, best part of the entire game almost yeah yeah well because yeah. It, it kind of it almost feels like it it almost feels like filler almost right because yeah. like the, yeah. like the beginning of the yeah. game is like okay sora you need to i guess spoilers if you haven't played any of the kingdom hearts games but you know you need to go get your power back again because of what happened in dream dark distance it's like okay cool let's go ahead and do this right and so the first world you go off to uh hercule you know hercules uh, yeah. area and in, in olympus right and it's like okay then he's gonna do this and then he's like I don't know, you know, it, it almost just feels like they're padding it out for so long because every now and then you get a couple of sprinkles of Riku and Mickey and the other characters, right? Yeah. And then eventually it's like, okay, now we're going full force, you know, go into the darkness world, get Aqua, rescue Ven, yada, 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 right? And then it's like, it's like a speed run at that point almost, right? Whereas mm. in past games, it was like, you went to the Disney worlds, right? You fought a boss, then you left and you weren't there for so long, and then you came back, back to it, yes. right? That's what so they did where too. This, Two was excellent and in for that. this game, yeah. right, but in this game, I felt like I spent like almost three hours in a Disney World, and then you never went back to it or something like that. I was just like, yeah, okay, yeah was, I'm getting tired of it. It was definitely pacing, it was definitely pacing. Yeah, it changed the pacing. It was definitely pacing. What was so. um, your guys' favorite world that uh, you went to in terms of like Disney places? In all of the games or the third one? In all the games or in three? Just three. Oh, no. three. For three for me was is definitely Toy Box. I mean, I, I'm a big Toy Story fan, so that was like the most I think anticipated world for me. I, I like Monsters Inc. I yeah, Monsters I did love cool. Monsters yeah, Inc. I thought as a world that was one of the better ones. And Tangled, like, cause I like I I Tangled really nice. uh, I really thought you know I I just watched Tangled for the first time with my girlfriend who I was dating at the time, and I was like, this movie is actually really great. I never watched this one, you know. Uh, and uh, then I, you know, the game came out and it had a Tangled World, and I was like, "This is like this, this, that one." They did the gags from the movie really well, right? And kind of mm -hmm. kept the right. feeling overall of the movie and it being kind of light and fun, which is like the opposite of what happened with Frozen World, where it just felt like, "Hey, yeah. here's a song, and here's a lot of nothing." Yeah, like going. Oh, no, 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 no! Don't forget, you got to go up and down the mountain like five times. I hated oh, that, that so that, much. That dude. was that was the worst part of the entire game. And, and, and you can kind of tell that Disney, you know, mingled a little bit, especially in the Frozen World, because like you had one of the organization members there, and you're like, okay, okay, we're gonna, you know, have to foil her plan and everything like that. We'll probably fight her as well, but you know, whether we fight Elsa or fight whatever Elsa makes or something like that, and then she like just disappears. Yep. It's like okay, yeah. and then the, basically the movie plays out. Yeah, from and that then point. five five trips up the mountain and down later, then we finally <laughs> beat the boss, and we're like, okay. 
So, cool. so back to four, back to four, right? Like, yeah, back to four, I guess. <laughs> four. We, we derailed so far out of four. We derailed so we much, but you know that's what podcast is sometimes, As you right? can tell, we hate Arendelle. That's just, that's where this is coming from. <laughs> and this is where a lot of this uh, anger stems from. But but back to four real quick. I'll, I'm going to jump in for four. Um, no, God, we, God. Saw, we all saw the trailer, right? I think we all yeah. did, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody saw it? We're good? Yeah, okay, yeah, check out, yeah, check out our breakdown of it as well. Our own editor, Stray, actually did a, like, what did you miss? Great stuff. Go check it out. Um, no, yeah, that that was she did a real good job with that. But um, but back to four. So I don't want to like talk like a play by play by it. But I mean, but like Talon had mentioned, right? Four was is from that little snippet that we got was such a big departure in terms of like mm-hmm. look, right? And I think that was like the big hot topic. And it was like, whoa, I don't like my Sora looking too real, and I don't like my Sora <laughs> looking like too too much of a Final Fantasy character. And that was what the big I think one of the big uh, one of the big talked Bates. about topics was was that. It, there was such a deviation from that cartoony, right, Disney aesthetic of like this animated, you know, Kingdom Hearts game that we're so used to, but making such a deviation to this. And um, we, you know, pa- again, fast forward, people didn't like that characters have, have come up in the trailer, which I don't know. Uh, do we want to talk about characters? Uh, that might be going too deep into it, but there's definitely characters that were brought up where people were just like, I don't know who the hell that is. But this kind of <laughs> goes back to what Talon was saying, where he's like, oh, screw the mobile games, but guess what, Talon? Those damn mobile games I'm are important to the lore. Those damn mobile games. <laughs> I know, I have all these backstories and everything. It's like, God damn it, Square, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, yeah, so that's what they did. And again, I'm just bringing up points where people were like, oh, no, I didn't like that, or I didn't like that. But you know, my personal take was, I guess, design-wise, just the way it looks, I'm digging it. I'm excited mm. because as they dubbed it when they showed it, this is the last, the, the lost master arc, brand new arc, right. right? This means we could probably be getting another three games, right, within this arc, just like how we had the Dark Seeker yeah, saga. Be honest, we're gonna have three, three main ones, four mobile games, yeah. two well, games we, that we somehow set in the pad. <laughs> we have one already, um, missing link, which. Yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna yeah. play it. I mean, I could toss it to you guys if you guys will think you're gonna play it or not. I'm not sure. I mean, I'm gonna play it. I'm not gonna say I'm not sure. I'm gonna play it because it is not so far from what I've seen Union Cross, which makes me feel a lot better because Union Cross, I played it, Ugh. but I feel like I played it and I and I hated it from the beginning, but I played it because it was Kingdom Hearts and I was going to. But this, if this is <laughs> looks like it's taking assets and whatnot from like Kingdom Hearts three, and it's and they're dubbing it as a location based action game, whereas the other one yeah. right was like turn based. I don't even know if you want to call it turn based. It was just tap tap the damn metals and activate the abilities <laughs> or whatever. So this yeah. has more promise, but it also is supposed to be another big story chunk. Which again, I know we're kind of talking about the story here, but uh, it's a it seems like it's gonna be really important and relevant to probably some of the stuff that leads into this whole new arc for the lost master uh lost master arc but um i don't know i was excited i mean they showed bits of gameplay right what did you guys feel about uh the little bit of gameplay that they sort of showed which again i'm gonna say most likely wasn't like you know actual like it legit like actual gameplay it's gonna be probably more of those like i think when they cut it and they edit it and make it look like as if it's actual gameplay and everything um but oh, they showed some like cool stuff running up the building and everything like yeah that? like, he, like, like there's people down. who are like oh like that's actual like gameplay and it it's it's in engine footage right it's what it's, it's gonna in... somewhat look like when you kind of get the final thing um well but, the way the way i look at it is it's very similar to and they did the, didn't they do the exact same thing for the three trailer like you had yep. Sora running up the side of olympus and everything yep. like that right so this is this, this is how i personally see that like just like that um yeah. but i will say one thing when it comes to like Sora's look and everything like that go back and watch the original like snippets of the kingdom hearts 3 trailers at the very beginning right and then look at the game we have now like they don't look that they don't really look the same right like obviously the clothes are there and everything like that but like 
uh was it traverse town no not traverse town uh twilight town yeah uh, yeah, yeah you know like where, because of, like the very first trailer that I ever showed was just you know tornado of heartless and so we're running around right and yeah. while most of that look had stayed in the original final product and everything they were they still changed some stuff and kind of brought more back i guess the cartooniness that you know mm -hmm. a lot of people liked and everything like that and keep in mind you know with sora in this new world which is basically just a remodel of tokyo essentially if that's just one world that's what he'll look like and then you know he goes back to you know a disney world or he goes back to his home you know his home island he's gonna probably look what everyone is used to and everything like that plus I don't see a problem, in my personal opinion at least, with him growing up a little bit. I felt like one and two kind of showed a good progression of him growing up, and especially in the dream job distance. Three, I, I don't know. I kind of he didn't really grow up in my personal I, opinion. I don't so. think I don't think too much time passed, if I'm not mistaken, from two to three. They, they did confirm a year has passed since three. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I'm I'm expecting a little bit more maturity. I'm not saying to make him emotionless or anything like mm -hmm. that, or you know, he's not gonna you know be the sore we all know but it's like you know there's nothing wrong growing up and uh <clears throat> fyi we all grow up in the future so never tell him never surely not never never, <laughs> never, yeah, never. never growing up oh. um but hey, real I'm, quick i'm, I'm 30 years old and i still feel yeah keyblade oh, uh, grapple what are, you, what are your guys thoughts on keyblade grapple and reaction commands are back that's the two, I'm, two I'm big things it. they showed honestly i'm digging yeah, up. i'm, I'm digging down up. for reaction commands yeah. like I, thank I love you reaction commands. thank you um thank and, you and keep a grapple like i really like the parkour system they introduced in three like more of that is fine with me mm -hmm. yeah they did mm -hmm. show some of that in, in the beginning too he was like running up the railing jumping up the light the light post i was like oh this is this is cool yep, yep. Gets yeah more i'm glad more reaction anime. commands are back okay Oh, I was just saying, I'm glad reaction commands are back. I just, cause, dude, I feel like the ending of two, like the reaction stuff they had in that, was just like, like mm -hmm. unforgettable. So I hope they, they have were, like the, similar, like, yeah. Those little bits of like way. cinematic cuts were just chef's kiss for a lot of those fights. Yeah, they Plus, sure yeah. They, they were they were you know QTEs, but like it it was pretty epic, right? Like, yeah. yeah. And I was I when Kingdom Hearts two came out, I was like a junior in high school because I'm old right so like uh like i remember playing that and being like this is one of the most amazing things i've ever seen right and that yeah. was that was you know 20 years ago now i'm pretty sure i mean one game one game that i always like to compare it to as well that uh, did it just as good in my personal opinion is you know like some of the later god of war games and everything like that where yep. they're able to blend sure. it so well that yeah they look like quick time events and everything like that but it doesn't drag on for so long and you get to see this awesome action happen and everything like that mm -hmm. So um, I've, I've always thought those two personal guys. I mean, plus let's just say this right now: Kingdom Hearts two, Sephiroth, Sephiroth fight, like it, it better be bring back. that back and forth. That better be back and forth. It, square. So, I don't so care in that place too. The new place. It's so I fitting. know it is. It is oh so God, fitting. Like bring back the Sephiroth fight. I know there are other yeah. hard boss fights yeah. in three and everything like that. But I want my Sephiroth fight. We had it in one. We had it in two. It better be back and forth, man. Yeah, yeah, that's then, always uh, the, that's always the best part of the game. Like, oh yeah, no, oh, yeah, the, all that stuff from two. Yeah. Um, the only thing, other thing I was gonna add in, right, is um, there's all there was also the little because I think that's the, right, that's the bulk of what that trailer kind of showed. But there was, mm -hmm. of course, the one piece that people kind of you know they blew it up and you know they showed the evidence and the evidence looks oh, pretty looks pretty yep. good. And you guys know where I'm going with mm -hmm. this. Um, and this is and this would be a big, uh, I won't say a big departure. I'll just say it's it's a bit of a departure from right the whole first phase of Kingdom Hearts games that we got. But it would be introducing 
what it was that they saw what they think they see is the foot of an atst which for those yeah. of you that don't know what that's from that is from star wars and so that that's the big thing right now is in this new right in this new arc right where it's supposed to be you know i don't want to go into lore stuff but like you know it's supposed to be unreality of their reality which is more like our reality and so they're saying more reality based worlds and so if that's true i mean I have to hear I'm you guys' thoughts. Star Wars. I'm, I'm kind of there Wars. for it personally. Go for I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm all for it. I mean, I I'm know, down. I know, I'm, I know, I, I am too. And, and I know people are going to be like, you know, no, we got to, you know, it's supposed to be this Disney and Square Enix look yeah. and everything like oh, that. There, I want my cartoony Sora back people. and everything. Yeah. Right. And, and look, and I, I get that, but that arc is done now, right? Yeah. We had our Xanort arc, which is supposed to be one, two, and three, and all the other games mixed in there. It's like, it's not saying that they have to like cut out Disney or anything like that. Like they're obviously not going to do that because that's a huge selling point right there. But what's the harm in doing a couple extra, you know, worlds that are quote unquote not Disney-like worlds, right? Because I mean, we know Disney owns Star Wars now and everything like that. Right. What's what's wrong with tapping into some of that, you know, uh, Star Wars lore, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe or something like that? I know people might <sighs> cringe so at that good. and everything. But if if they do it right now, if they do it wrong, then yeah. We're all gonna cringe, right? But if they do it right, then that's great. Just don't let Disney dictate like they did with three and a lot of yeah. the Disney. World. I mean, it, it already seems like this game has less Disney restrict, like less of Disney being like so like tough on them. Like yeah, right. this doesn't look like something that Disney would be like. Here's the green light. Like this is something where they must yeah. be like, okay, hey, you know, we're gonna give Nomura a little bit more of what he wants. And it seems like, I mean, there's already the parallels of this game with Versus. I always get, get the name wrong. Was it Versus Thirteen? I think it was Versus Thirteen. Yep. Yeah, like there's so many of those comparisons, which is an old game that Nomura like it was like a passion project for him, and so that whole thing right. didn't really work out right. And so there's so many parallels between what now. they showed here with that one. Yeah. So yeah, which it seems cool. like they're which really giving cool. him more freedom. Good. Yeah, which I'm all for, which I'm definitely yeah. for. Yeah, so. as long as I get a lightsaber keyblade, that's good. Oh, dude. Yeah. And dude, dude, Vader, dude, dude, there are so already sick. mods in the PC version of Kingdom Hearts 3. Come <laughs> dude, on, just do dude, it. Dude, they, people are already working on this stuff in the modern world. It's insane. It's absolutely it insane. It's really cool. My, I'm all for it. My wish for anywhere for Sora, Donald, and Goofy to go is Springfield because that could oh, God, oh, that would be insane <laughs> let, i don't know about all real. that buddy but uh that'd be yeah cool. i don't know about all that either yeah, <laughs> i just want to be wishful thinking about where, but... where the handle is like a donut like a sprinkled donut, <laughs> the crispy you know? cream was it the was it i forget i think it's the large cream, lad right? donuts or that's what it is yeah and we're making yeah, crispy cream sorry i'm just hungry don't listen to me Krispy Kreme, Krispy yeah. Kreme's like irl lethal yeah i'm hungry just a little bit that must be it I guess my final wish, though, in terms of the Kingdom Hearts is like, you know, obviously the big first one should be to anybody. Let them take all the time they need to make this game. Yeah, you know, yeah, we, we joke and kid about, you know, this game come out in 2099 and everything like that. But take your time. Don't, don't rush this. I know Nomura said in an interview that, you know, he didn't like how long it took to get three finally out. But at the mm -hmm. same time, take your time. Don't crunch yourself or anything like that. And make the best game that you possibly can. Again, hopefully that no one comes in and, you know, restricts you on anything like that and you know hopefully this we all good and i will say actually well, a few more worlds than three did because i think three had the least amount of worlds compared to the other games so yeah i think um, it yeah it might have yeah but again that's that's my final hopes what are your guys just, just final hopes like in a sentence or two what are, what are your final thoughts uh I, i'm, I'm, I'm excited the... go ahead iron go ahead yeah. take it 
Dude, I was, I was talking right now. Sorry. Uh, I, was just saying, I think we, we talked about this at, at PAX with um, your buddy Cam about just yeah, the Shout forms. out to Cam Hawkins. Like, like... we, we saw the homie, and I would love to have money or just, just point it out there, Cam. Just, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, the, the forms, dude. Like, uh, he was mentioning that, like, it felt good using those forms because you earned that, right? Or, like, mm-hmm. in three of the forms, it was just, like, you know, you spam the attack button a couple times, and you get the transform. And it was cool for, like, the first couple of times, but after you do it, like, the 50th, you're like, all right, <laughs> I get it. You know, Transformers mm-hmm. is pretty sick. But it's just, yeah, I, I would really like to, to bring the forms back from two that you had to work for and just like they had different the- times where you would use one and the ultimate one looked look, look sick. And I like that they each had different designs. But uh, yeah, I, I would love to see I'm the actually, forms yeah, back. I'm, I'm a, I agree with that. That's a big one. I hope to see them possibly do. But according to translations, they have a whole new thing going on. It seems cool with like destruction and reconstruction. But Maybe we'll say. Maybe we'll have to do a separate video for this because we can well, go. We'll have depth. to do a separate video on it. Yeah, yeah we'll have to go separate. Oh, n- no rides. Oh God! Oh, no, yeah. get no rid of those. Oh. On that. No, like, that, oh, that's God, another thing that was really cool the first time, and then by like the third yeah. time, you're like, okay, this takes like 35, 40 seconds, <laughs> and it's just like it's not powerful enough to justify me having to sit here and waste my time like this. No, it is just it looked pretty. Get that stuff out of here. Yeah, like, but but man, that was that was just like ugh, like after a while, it's just so boring. I think for me, what I would say is my last remark is I want them. We talked about it in three, but I want them to make these Disney worlds in this game like mean something. Like I, I want it to be a good blend of what's going on in Sora's like you know current like timeline and what's going on with him and you know this is supposed to be his version of death like this is it's so weird like or his death or his afterlife right like this is supposed to be like something of that type of nature so i want them just like build that into the different disney worlds where it goes back to like you know just having blending of good story and like for example star wars like talk about the like i want them to talk about the force like i'm not saying star wars and do the force if they do make that a thing that would be awesome <laughs> i would love to see it uh, but they, if they don't i just want them to tap into some of that story right like talk about the force and what it means to jedi and and all these things like i just want them to really go good with like the disney worlds this time especially star wars oh, yeah if there's I mean, ha- star I mean, ha- wars oh go ahead tell him. okay no, I was, I was just gonna quickly say, like, I mean, come on, it's, it's like it's almost like staring you in the face, where it's like, you know, the light side, the dark side, the light, right, right. Darkness, That's what I'm saying. Like, know, they, right? they, like, they have darkness. it. Like, you have, like, you. I just, I know though, dude, and I feel like Nomura knows. Like, he's like, all right, we're, this again. This is, I think, his what he wanted to do, and I feel like he's gonna, he's gonna do it. I think it'll be a good one. Oh. So. I guarantee you that if there's a Star Wars world, Donald and Goofy are gonna be like R two D two and C three PO. Oh my god! Yes. 100%. Like Goofy's yeah, gonna be, so be like funny. like the silver C three PO, you know, and and Donald's gonna be like an R four. Yeah, that's call it out. Call it now. Calling the shot. Calling it now. Calling it now. All right, there we go. All right, let's move on from King Mars because I feel like we could probably have an entire podcast of this if we wanted yeah. to. But let's we got some other topics to talk about. So uh, next, a little bit of topic, which is more recent news actually is that we have confirmation of a Sonic Origins game coming out, which is covering, I believe it's the very first three games of Sonic um, from the original days. But um, they're removing the classic games from shops, which is very similar to what Rockstar did when they released the GTA trilogy. They took off the individual games from the stores so you couldn't buy it and were forced to buy this. And... uh, 
people are not very happy about that. What are, what are you guys' thoughts on that? I don't I mean, know. I, it's understandable. Iron, you take it. Iron's the big yeah, ass Sonic guy here, I think. Yeah. I think he's the big. I mean, he's literally wearing is the Sonic shirt. This is an Iron so. story. Iron, this right. is where you shine, bro. Like, you, you yeah, give you us shine you, right you tell now, them. man. Come on. Tell Sega. Yeah, tell, I, tell them what they need to know. I, well, first of all, I just want to make an announcement that if, if you own a phone, which I imagine you do, oh, I might even be watching this on a phone, you can get Sonic 1, 2, and CD completely free. And these games will be delisted from the mobile game stores, so get them right now. You can get them for free. Uh, you can spend like two bucks to get them ad free, but you could get the games for free. So definitely Sonic One, Sonic Two, and CD. Good but yeah, basically out, they're I'm removing that myself. Dude, Bobby, <laughs> right now, get it. There's literally no reason not to. Like they're they're actually free, and it it it, it especially burns mobile players just because you're going from free to forty dollars on like a console Damn. or a PC, which is. Which is Ouch. quite the jump, you know? And I think the only um, caveat is for the Switch. The Switch, you can get Sonic 1 and 2 through Sega Ages. And I think if you have um, one of Nintendo's uh, subscription services, you can get them for free or with uh, the service. So that's the only caveat, the only way you can get those classic games. But yeah, Sonic 1, 2, CD, and 3 and Knuckles are going to be delisted everywhere. So, uh, you know, definitely get the games while you can because they're going to be hell of a lot cheaper uh, individually than through Origins. I'm, I'm still going to pick up Origins because I'm a big Sonic guy. They're adding like cutscenes uh, for the games, which is going to be cool. Like, uh, you know, add uh, the story bits that we didn't get in the originals. Um, cool. I, I, I think that. Origins, yeah, Origins is going to be cool. It's nice to have all this classic games in like one package, but it's just, it's kind of scummy, man. Like, I feel like people would have bought Origins without them delisting the originals. Like, I, I, if anything, I feel like if you bought the originals, it would give you more an incentive to possibly buy Origins, right? Maybe you want to see those cutscenes that they're including or the new features that they're adding. So I feel like they're almost shooting themselves in the foot in one vein. I, but I get it, you know, it's a business. They want to, you know, get that bag, but I just, it, it definitely is a little scummy to me. And I didn't like it when Rockstar did it and I don't like it when Sega did it. So yes, yeah, that's, that's my thoughts. Well, one thing I think just, I think they're just, dipping they're dipping their toes in the water to see how far they can go with something, right? Like, how much yeah, backlash yeah. will they get? Well, one thing I just yeah, well, thought of is is maybe they're maybe uh, you know I'm not trying to give like you know multi million or billion dollar companies like the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. Go ahead, man. But, preach. Go ahead, preach. But like, what I'm thinking is like, if they leave them up, then someone buys like one, and then two and three, right? Because they're like, oh, these games are cool. They go, oh, I could have got it all in like a pack, right? Or now I got to pay for it twice yeah. to see the cutscenes. You know what I mean? Like I could see that line of thinking, but at the same time, not really want to get wanting to give a, a uh, million dollar company the benefit of the doubt. It, it, you guys are probably more right than about the nefarious reasons. <laughs> uh but yeah i mean you know just kind of to play devil's advocate that's the only reason i could see yeah, no, like reasonably why they would go okay we're gonna take these old games off that's reasonable that's not just like we're doing it to make you buy the new one which yeah. let's be yeah. real but that's one thing what it is. one thing yeah. that will be interesting is i remember when the gta trilogy came out right and they took off each individual game from the store if I remember correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, those games, especially due to the modding community and everything like that, run well, right? Like they, they actually run well. Yeah. And then did. the trilogy comes out and it runs like ass. 
<laughs> so yeah, it, but at the same time, if you are like Sega, and you're about to put out Sonic Origins, and for some reason Sonic One, Two, Three, and CD run like ass, you need to just stop. You just be done. Yeah, like that's yeah. it. Like I can get like gta with like how that game actually had like you know sort of advanced physics for the time and maybe they coded them in a weird way and that resulted in like the the ports going off kind of funky but like sonic runs on a calculator you know what i mean like yeah they pour that to everything like i could i could make one of those potato light bulb lamps and run sonic one (laughs) off of it like uh, there's enough memory in smart light bulbs to do that i'm pretty sure so like if 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 I would definitely understand people being upset if the same thing that happened with Rock, with with Rock, uh, Rockstar and, and the GTA stuff happened, because that GTA mm. port was like a travesty. It was mm-hmm. awful. Yeah, that was, uh, that was I, bad. I, yeah, I don't see Sega messing up like that. I, uh, who knows? But I just I can't <laughs> yeah. I can't see. Clip it now, folks. Clip it now. Yeah, I'm no, calling the shot. Remember when it drops? Remember Call. when it drops? <laughs> Iron's gonna just be in my DMs like. <laughs> like Bobby, you bastard! You fucked up. <laughs> you jinxed it, Bobby. Um, yeah, no, I, you know, I remember when Sonic came out. Like Sonic was was rad, and Sonic continues to be rad. Um, yeah, that's right. I was alive when Sonic came out. You young bloods. Um, <laughs> so, like, I'm hoping that at least fans like Iron Kane, people who really do love it, can get this with like the cutscenes and have that story really be presented in a new way that makes it worth it. But yeah, it is kind of it is kind of shady, let's say, for them yeah. to to take off yeah. those old versions when it's like it's still just as good, you know. Yeah, uh, no, Iron, I, I since think... you know most about this already, when does this come out? When does this release? I believe it's so May twentieth is when the 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 delisting happens entirely. So that's when all the games gonna be removed, and then June twenty third, which is also Sonic's birthday, is when the the collection is coming out. Okay. okay, so we'll we'll see in basically two months. Is when, is when we'll see. Yeah, it's yeah. coming out. No, I, my my gripes, I guess, with it just because for mobile people, um, it's just like you can't even, from what I understand, you can't even get Origins on mobile devices. So straight up, you just won't be able to play Sonic on your phone anymore. Which is that, that just kind of sucks. Like on consoles, like at least you'll be able to get it right, or you know PC as yeah. well. But on phones, you're you're just you know sol like that's it you're done or they just drop origins on mobile <laughs> maybe you never know that would be great yeah I <laughs> like, believe, I, like they, I they might do something like that where they just like they gave it to like next year the year after or whatever and then they're like oh hey guess what we're bringing it to ios and android you know they that can do something great. like that that would be awesome and i could yeah, see yeah, that too i, I, I wouldn't again, be surprised it'll either on, it'll run on you know it'll run on anything like it'll run on a get like yeah. a, a, a butane lamp so <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> you know, like, they they will make money sega is right now in the realm of needing to make some money so i i can see them doing something like that i won't be surprised one thing that yep. upsets me yeah. though is i i just looked up like Sonic Origins, like as we started talking about this, no physical release, and I don't like that because I'm yeah, old man. and I like to have games on my Ooh, shelf. That's weird. I didn't know that either. Even it I mean, I guess I understand it for edition. PC because no one yeah. no one buys physical for PC, but like, for consoles and everything, I still. I mean, I purposely got the uh, the disc version of the PS5. So yeah, yep. and all um, my Switch games, like- unless it's like one that I have to make, like you know, because like my YouTube channel is like Zelda 
Pokemon, right? It's basically Nintendo. Like if it's one of those big Nintendo heavy hitters, like I'll buy the digital so that I can start playing at like 9 p.m. the day it comes out and start making content. But other than that, if it's just like a game that I want, I'm gonna buy the physical version. Well, like, it makes more because, sense on the Switch as well. Yeah, or even PS5. Like I have PS5, yeah. PS4, Switch games behind me. Like I like having like physical games it's cool to me that's like my collection like i can display it and people can mm -hmm. see it and go like oh you have you know horizon forbidden west yes i do it's right there <laughs> yeah. so, sorry bobby that's that's not the future man i'm sorry I, to tell i'm you, man. old and stuck in my way <laughs> i want physical releases i will always pay for physical release game companies just know that I'll be like 80. <laughs> be like, All right, give me. Sure, you're going to be like, oh, look at my collection. It's going to be this huge collection of like how many generations of games. Oh, man. 80 years old in line for <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 5. Oh, Stop. God. Don't even say that, man. <laughs> if, if, I don't, if I'm not living by the time that, that like whole series ends, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> Oh, it's never ending. Think I'm a, you think that series is ending? You're crazy. Yeah, no. Yeah. Don't yeah, say yeah. that. I want to think about it. You're, you're right about All that right. because they're, they're going to keep that going as long as they can. I know. Exactly. All right, let's move on to the last two topics that we have. And this actually has to deal with uh, both Xbox and PlayStation, actually. So first off, if you guys haven't seen the news, which I think most people have probably, is yeah. that we know what the whole PS Plus revamp system they've been doing, the three different tiers and everything like that. And now they are um, apparently blocking people who are uh, lethal you might have to explain this to me just a little bit sure people I mean, have tried yeah. to over like over purchase into the following year which is considered stacking i guess yeah and sony mm -hmm. has been putting a stop to that so can you elaborate a little bit more on that um, sure I so just heard about this stacking today. right it's like town said right it, it is like you know like buying in bundle of like uh of, like, for this example specifically um, shout out to shout out to Wario Wario uh, sixty four. Is it Wario sixty four? I think right. it is. Yeah, Wario sixty four. Yeah, yep. shout out shout out to him for letting everybody know that like, hey, you can still be able to purchase. Uh, there's an option to still be able to purchase. Uh, I think it was a year worth of PS Now, and the whole thing was that they were saying when they first announced this and first kind of talked about it a little bit, they were like, if you have uh, if if you have a PS Now, you're automatically going to get merged into the highest tier, which is the premium, right? And so basically, shout out again, shout. Out warrior 64 but he tossed out a link and all this stuff should not have been accessible i think because i if i'm not mistaken they they made it so where it was no longer accessible online or so they claimed and then obviously they they're done with giving out like the physical prepaid cards to retailers so whatever retailers had was like the final like last like minute stock or whatever and so essentially what people did i mean you know maybe i may have you know uh, i'm sure there's other people maybe, here, maybe, maybe, I did. Of it. Yeah, maybe, maybe not I'll maybe say, I, yeah. I don't know uh, but don't, don't anyways if <laughs> if you redeemed it right so essentially what you what i did was i redeemed a ps now card uh maybe one or two and then uh it went ahead and it pushed my playstation now subscription all the way up until like i think 2024 or whatever and so now Ooh. once the rollover plan goes into effect which would be june which is when the service launches I, specifically i think it was june 13th if i'm not mistaken uh, i think it's june 12th or june 13th um but That's essentially when that happens i'm automatically going to get pushed into the premium tier uh for like the next two years but i didn't pay 
the actual price of 120 I kind of only paid 60 right? I kind of got it for like half or half cheap. Yeah. But essentially, yeah. what they're doing is they, they must have caught wind of this a little bit late, but or maybe it got to the point where like, hey, we caught wind of this, and we're noticing a lot of people's PlayStation Now subscriptions are all of a sudden saying 2052. Like that can't that can't be a thing. <laughs> and so maybe they're like, well, we gotta have to stop this. So essentially. They, they did. They they secretly made it so that, like, if you try to redeem it, it just won't work. And so people are kind of pissed off because they're like, hey, I, I bought this, you know, and I'm trying to redo this and everything. And I guess that's the, uh, like, the anti-consumer aspect of it where people are not happy because, you know, maybe they were planning on stacking it or maybe they just bought it now and they're ready to stack it or whatever the case may be. Um, anybody who did it, you know, again, beforehand, like I did, um, you're going to be fine if you did it for whatever years. I think it's kind of just happened, like, I think this week where they officially kind of, like, stopped doing that. So now you won't be able to stack until after um, the actual rollout happens, which is in June, again, like, June, June 13th or whatever. Um, but the way that they did it, it's so... It's so ugly, um, but they dropped a chart, and in this chart is it's like a conversion chart where if you redeem a one month card or a three month card or a uh, was a six month or whatever card or year card, it converts to like a, a certain amount of days for each tier. So obviously, if you're looking for just the most basic tier, you can still it's going to be like a one for one you know conversion. Whereas if you're trying to convert to like the premium tier, you know, and you're using your one year uh, PlayStation Now card, you're not going to get the one for one of just a whole nother year of premium they're gonna convert it because technically the price is 120 versus you're paying 60 right so they're really only gonna right. give you like half a year when you redeem it then so you kind of got gypped in a way so like it it all in all it just looks bad <laughs> like this is just right. a move that just looks really bad people are not happy about it i would not be surprised if this is something that builds and then you see like in a week or two from now playstation puts out another press statement and they're like hey we see you guys are upset maybe we need to like you know change it up because a lot of people are looking at xbox and they're like oh well xbox doesn't have that issue right they they want you to do whatever you can to convert into game pass ultimate or whatever mind you i think yeah. i think i think xbox right now just wants money right i think xbox is doing whatever <laughs> they can to get those game pass subscribers whereas playstation i feel like they know they're they're hot shit right they know they're the bougie premium where like that that's the hot spot so like i think they're just trying to do the business move and at the end of the day it's a business and you can't blame them right because i i i'm sure they can't be surprised that people were going to stack like let's be honest yeah. i can't believe they're even surprised about that but I mean, it's what they're doing is also like it's true, it's legal, right? It's the it's the right thing, but yeah, that's essentially right. But the whole stacking issue was in a in a nutshell. I don't yeah, know if you guys and, have and thoughts. Like, yeah. I'm totally with you on that. It's like, like I am with Sony nine out of ten times, mm -hmm. right? On what on what they do. I'm like, I get it. It's a business. If you got to raise, like, you know, you're not gonna double like PlayStation Plus price, but if if like you go hey you can get all the or like hundreds of ps4 games and backlog ps5 games and ps3 games and double the price there i'm like okay i'm with you i get that right i can accept that here people bought a product that was available that they had let out mm -hmm. they're trying to exchange it and now somebody's going well you know not really and that i that i'm i'm not really down with like i i, I love I sony i love me and my ps5 uh, I've been a PlayStation fan for years. Um, you know, I've had every PlayStation over the years. 
and and this is this is one of those times where I'm just like, sorry, I can't get behind you. Like, just let people use the cards <laughs> they already bought. You don't need to yeah. like convert them and do all this. Like, they 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 outsmarted you. Sorry, it yep. sucks. Yeah. But people outsmarted you because you didn't think ahead. Like if they if they come out yeah. and take say, the L, take the L and move on. Like, yeah, take the L. <laughs> I think they will. Go, you know I think what, they're guys, going to. You got us. Good job, gamers. And gamers will go, hey, they're cool. They're cool. Awesome. And yeah, you lose a I little think... bit of money, but you keep so much, or you don't get so much more of a hit against your goodwill, right? Yeah. Like that's that's the main thing is that it makes them look bad. Good iron. Yeah, I was gonna say I think if they would have announced like, "Hey guys, I realize there's an influx of people buying like PlayStation Now." I don't know what those people do. I I just love PlayStation Now. That's why I stacked it. But um, <laughs> no, if they were like, "Hey guys, if you buy PlayStation Now cars beyond this point, we unfortunately won't be able to honor what we saying we were gonna honor before." And they would have gave an announcement, then did it. I feel like it would have been as like bad looking. Yeah. But the fact that they just did it and there was no warning, it was like, well, bruh, like, yeah. like people, you know, obviously are going to abuse the system if it's abusable. But just to pull the rug out from Neath everybody and not say anything, I feel like that's a little yeah. scummy. But yeah, I feel like they would have been like, hey, guys, uh, you know, April, blah, 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 blah. If you, you know, that's when we're done with this, uh, then I feel like people would have been a little more understanding. But yeah, I think the that it was so sudden is what gets people upset. No, yeah, that, that's a that's a pretty fair point. I mean. I don't know. I don't even know what the, I don't even know what their plan would be, but I don't know. I guess we'll have to end up seeing. I wouldn't be surprised also because it is PlayStation. They might not just don't care. You know, they might just like, <laughs> sure. you know, sweep it under the rug and like, oh, it is what it is. Suck it up. You're not leaving us, are you? Like, you know what I mean? Because like, are people going to probably leave the platform? <laughs> no. I, you know, like if I got hit with that, I'm not going to leave. I would take the L. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I could also see them just doing that, too. So I won't be surprised that they don't really address it. Um, but I also, think, I think the go ahead, Tyler, go ahead. So, sorry to interrupt. I think one of the big go? things to watch out for will be when when this whole thing actually releases, because ever since this whole thing was announced, not not the whole stacking thing, but when just the PlayStation revamp plus system was announced and everything, you definitely had a lot of people on the negative side of it to being like, what's the point? You know, like what is, uh, you know, you always compare it to Xbox Game Pass and everything like that which I think if anyone was thinking that that Sony was going to make day one PS5 releases or anything, like that was never gonna happen because you're comparing a, what, $2 billion, $3 billion company compared to a trillion dollar company in Microsoft. Mm -hmm. Like Microsoft knows they lose money on that stuff, but they can still afford to do it where Sony was never yeah. going to. But regardless, yeah. um, they'll be interested to see in that first month when it actually does release, how many people potentially uh you know bump up their subscription and everything from you know because everyone let's, let's just say you're a player at the base 60 right now right which is still staying the same but then all of a sudden you've got these options to either move up to the uh the middle tier or then the premium tier and the middle one is the one that gives you the ps4 and the ps5 game back backlogs and then the premium one gives you the ps3 streaming only and then ps2 ps1 which by the way the reason the ps3 is only streaming is because that thing was a crap and a half to build games for and they're still paying the price for that essentially so yeah. it was never good they were never going unless they literally remade the games uh for the yeah. system yeah. itself it was it was never it was only going to be streaming and i know people you know just look up anything when it comes to ps3 architecture and you know people have made comments and there's even an article by uh ign that talked about uh like one of their coders or something like that like went in and was like look 
This is the reason that you're getting streaming and not physical or downloadable versions of the games because it is still to this day in 2022, a crap and a half to, edit, to build games for that system, right? Yeah. So that's the reason why. But anyway, to get back to my point though, it'd be interesting to see how many people do make that jump because I think what a lot of people are waiting to see is, you know, they say like, oh, you've got X amount of games in this particular bundle and X amount of games in this particular bundle. I think it was like, 400 for the yeah, middle one can, and 700 plus for the I can tie one. in with that. Yeah, I, I can tie yeah, in a little so, bit with that because I have it in front of me here because, of course, I don't remember. Um, but yeah. again, we never had a chance to actually kind of like go over the tiers real quickly. So it just in a very quick fashion, um, you're going to automatically right, get rolled over into, this, to, into the essential tier. Sorry, too many E's. Right. To the essential tier. That's like the automatic what we have now as a PlayStation yeah, so Plus. That's, that's, that's uh, tier one, essentially. Basically. Right, tier one. And then right. tier two goes into, uh, it's going to go into basically called extra. And so extra <laughs> is essentially the same thing as tier one, right? Your regular essential tier or your PS plus tier, the basic thing. It's going to have that. The only addition is going to be getting to that. It is going to be getting, uh, it, they claim, it said a catalog of up to 400. That's that's what their words are via PS blog. Um, but it's up right. to 400 of a PS4 and PS5 games. Um, right. They don't specify exactly all of them, which again, that's what kind of a talent that we're still and waiting. That, and that's what it, and that's, that was supposed yeah. to be my point is that when June when June hits and it releases, how many games are actually in that list? You know, like what right. are, what is there essentially, right? So that they get the, they, they give us a small bit. I can give you what they right. told like in the and again in the PlayStation PlayStation blog post. They do mention Dev Stranding, God of War, uh, Marvel Spider Man, Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11, and Returnal. Those are just naming a few of some of the games that'll be offered. And so I will right. be honest and say it, it, I I honestly think the extra tier might be the best tier like if if you do right. not care for back for the okay well, let me let me let me uh, let me roll back let's go to the premium tier the premium tier what it's going to build upon the extra right in the essential tier it's a backwards compatibility catalog of their psp ps1 ps2 ps3 uh games that's kind of what right. you're really getting the most from your premium along with that you're going to be getting uh what is it the time tri game trials which is they're slowly Demos. kind of talking about that there was a whole article that came out this week that was pretty much like like, oh, uh, you know, they're going to be up to two hours in length, which is a pretty big chunk for a game trial. Oh, wow. At least, I don't know about you guys. To me, that sounds like a really, you know, a pretty serious chunk of time uh, to try out a game. I'm not sure, right? There's no specific details. Is it going to be like a specific part of the game, right? Are they going to let you just have two hours to play the game? Um, no, not exactly sure about how that's going to work. Um, but that's the other kind of benefit to the premium tier. Um but yeah, back to what I was saying. I do think the extra tier, though, sounds pretty good if you don't care about that, you know, the PSP, PS1, PS2, because like that's only going to cater to the people who just want to have access to those games. And don't get me wrong. Right. I, I like to tell myself I want that. But in reality, you know how many times I go back and play those games on PS Now, whatever? Never. I never touch it. And so yep. I do think it's one of those like wants versus needs. Like you don't really need it. You just kind of want it just to have it. And if you really care for game trials, eh. but I do think like that extra tier would be really good, especially when you're looking at those games that they mentioned um for me you know like like returnal returnal's came out what was the returnal 2021 right i think like 2021 so. yeah, yeah. like that's relatively new out. so like if they're gonna add in like you know games from like 2021 and whatnot and like i guess what i'm trying to say is if two years pass when a first party game drops like that's not a bad deal if you're telling me with the extra tier you're gonna get some of these games again like a year or two later like for example yeah. returnal so i think it's not bad go ahead bobby you're gonna say something Oh no! I was gonna say I was gonna say uh, I I personally feel like when this thing does come out, I'm probably gonna go with the what is it the extra the middle one, 
Yeah, that's because, yeah, like, it's not, that's a good tear. Like like Chin has 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 put, uh, PS now right now, and he like he showed me uh, he he got or he was playing uh, Red Dead Redemption the first one on there, mm-hmm. and uh, it was not impressive. The streaming was not great, and I know that's that's a pretty complicated game. It's a PS3 game, right? Um, he showed me other ones that that run a little better. But at the same time, it's just like you said, Lethal, like, how many times am I really going to go back and play, like, PSP games? Yeah. Plus, it's, it's, it's going to depend often. on that catalog, right? I mean, yeah, we'll see. I mean, the they, they can hit me good if they put a, like, we didn't really talk about it, but I'll just mention, they've are, are, they've even mentioned games like Tekken that they're going to add on their Siphon Filter. These are some of the supposedly leaked PS1 games that they're adding, so... It's going to depend, I think, ultimately on that catalog. But even then, it's kind of like what Bobby's saying and what I said. I think at the end of the day, that'll be fun to do for a day or two. And then I'm going to be like, all right, well, I'm bored. This was this was fun to try I out. Paid, What's, what, what came out What came out on PS Plus that I'm excited for? You know, like that's it's going to be one of those extra things. bucks this year for, for <laughs> right. like, three days. It, it of, is going to be one of those. The big, I think the big thing that will sell people on that, extra, that premium tier, I would say, is actually going to be more towards... Uh, whatever these quote unquote the game trials is because originally a lot yeah, of people were thinking like wait are they yeah. ma- are they making demos but you have to buy the demo now essentially like that yeah um, people did not like so that we don't, so we don't know we don't know many you know because they haven't given us details so mm-hmm. i see one of two things happening either a number one is that demos are still i mean as few and far between as demos are these days let's be perfectly honest um and this is on everything this is on xbox pc ps playstation you name it right there are very few demos mm-hmm. days but Either demos stay the same that they've always been, you know, if, if a game makes one, you can download it and try it out and everything. And this trial thing for a game means it's kind of like a similar to, um, what is it, EA uh, Plus or whatever it is over on the, like the Origin Store and everything like that, where oh, yeah. you EA get the access game. access or whatever. EA Access, yeah. And, and you can go for the two hours or however long it's going to be, right? And then you can either buy it or you know it just says okay you're done this, and you know this is what it is essentially or it really is as everyone fears and demos are now in a purchasable tier so we'll, we'll just have to wait and see what's going to happen yeah. i can't wait to see videos of like speedrunners like being like dude you can beat this game within like two hours like is it is it gonna just be like first party games because i imagine with first parties you're not gonna you're not like i what, what i can't put it spider-man 2 like if they give you a game trial of spider-man 2 like i don't i don't think like you're gonna beat it in two hours but like i start to think about third party games right some of these indie games like if they so basically here's another thing about the game trials another piece of new info that came out this week the game has to value at least $35 I believe US dollars for it to require oh. a uh for it to require a game trial if it doesn't if it doesn't cost that much then it doesn't require one so because there are sense. some requirements but because I, even I was thinking like okay maybe this only will apply to first party but then I'm like no they're probably going to get third party people to be on board with that thing and so I just imagine indie games you know that would hit that threshold and they have to come out with like a two-hour trial or a two-hour game trial I'm like man if it's just for like right from beginning to end you have two hours you might see some people start speed running some of these games and be like yeah i beat it before it even came out so i, I don't know, you know? Hours, so. yeah but then again you know if there are games on this subscription model that means that the developers and the publishers are i guess more so like the team whole teams they got paid right they still got paid to put their game on here so does yeah. it matter right. i guess at that point that they already you know they already got paid from sony to put the, the games on the new uh ps plus so i don't know 
There's there's some. Uh, well, all I types think of things. I think it might it could be a hit towards uh, very a lot smaller developers and everything because a lot of them do uh, benefit from getting those actual sales. Whereas for something like you know, I'm not saying Game Pass is bad or anything, but you know, like when game when you have a uh, game go onto PlayStation Plus or Xbox Game Pass or anything like that, where it's quote unquote free, right? They, they do lose out on those sales yeah, so yeah they do. I, know, I, but I, I think it that's true and then but it's also going to be the case of like maybe they it might not sell to like the mass market you know what i mean like what if it just not right. be one of those games that just like blossoms so maybe it is a better decision right to just cut that check get that check from sony and put it on their subscription service so it, right. you know it could be one of those things too though where you know they might lose money but maybe it's just the safer the safer thing to be like hey let's put our game on the new ps plus and sony will write us a check for five hundred thousand dollars and we're guaranteed to make money you know it could be one of those right. things too yeah exactly or with um i'll say like with days gone i remember that was a big thing like i don't know it was like one of the head yeah. developers but they were like a lot of people were like oh dude days gone is a pretty sick game and then one of the guys came in like wow i'm glad that you guys are enjoying this game but like since it's for free we don't really see any of that and i don't think there's going to be a days gone too unfortunately mm -hmm. so yeah i mean there is that part of it as well yeah yeah exactly yes sir what's the, what the wait and see so all right let's get to our final topic then before we go ahead and end the podcast guys and that is the announcement that of xbox plus bethesda it's basically xbox because they own bethesda now uh showcase <laughs> will be coming on june 11th i believe is the date correct me if i'm wrong on that uh, June 12th. Is, uh, June 12th. Okay. Off yeah. by a day. Anyway, regardless, this is quote unquote the start of E3, even though E3 is canceled, because as we already know, most publishers slash developers these days kind of do their own thing. Nintendo and Sony have been doing it for years now. Xbox is now doing their own little showcase thing. And I, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people are calling this the death of E3, or maybe we do eventually see it pop up in some way, form, or fashion. But. This is the start of that, and I'm sure we'll be seeing Sony and Nintendo's announcement for their Direct and Sony, whatever they call it now. And uh, but Xbox and Bethesda, they've they, they have a lot to potentially show after all these purchases and everything like that. Not yeah. talking about obviously the Activision stuff because that stuff hasn't even gone through yet. But uh, what are you guys expecting to see from this? Because there's some stuff that they've announced, and we haven't seen anything. And and one game in particular is supposed to release this year, supposedly. And we say haven't it. seen any say gameplay it. yet. Yep. Say it. Say it. You say it, Lethal. You say <laughs> okay. it. That's what I was going to say. Starfield. <laughs> that damn game that I've been dying to see something for that they keep teasing on social media. And I'm tired of the teases. Show me some freaking gameplay. And this has to be the right the place. This has to be um, to. the spot where There's they no do way. it. Yeah, because if they don't, if they don't show anything about Starfield, which I'm, I'm like positive they're going to, like there's like a there's like a point zero 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 one percent chance they don't show it. Um, but it now, folks, see if it happens. <laughs> it'd be wild if they don't. But I think for me, what I want to see realistically from Xbox, and to be honest with you, probably the what, this and okay, Fable, but Fable, I don't expect to see anything for like another twenty years. Um, but yeah, this is the game where I want to see the most, and that's just because I'm also a, I'm a, I was always a Bethesda person, so of course, like I'm gonna follow the company right where they're going, and you know they're going to Xbox, and so I'm excited to see that game, and that's all I want to see. I just want the, honestly that hope that whole showcase can just be starfield and i'm good like i don't want i don't even care like there's other games like obsidian was making avowed which in my opinion looked just like another skyrim but you know that's just me being me rare was coming out with a game that i don't even know what it was because i'm just like man this this isn't the rare that i remember 
Yeah. What else? I mean, there are so many games that I think I saw that I was mm, maybe, but I think that's the one I care the most about is probably Starfield. I think they announced an Indiana Jones games. I think Bethesda was also making that. Um, they announced that also they a long time ago. So, Uncharted. We already have our Indiana games. It's called <laughs> well, Uncharted. I want to see it. Yeah, I mean, I would, that'd, be, that'd be one more that I'd want to see, but if I'm just being realistic here, it's just going to be Starfield. That, that's what I want to see. I hope, I hope they have some, like, new announcements because I, yeah. I don't know what it is like I, I like i look back to the xbox 360 days still with a lot maybe, maybe it's nostalgia glasses that's fine that's, that's totally fine to say that but i just feel like what made xbox xbox like i haven't really seen anything like that in the uh, what feels like in the last few years especially with the uh can i just say this the crash and burn of halo infinite i mean bobby yeah. i know you've got some some words for that as well but I mean, Halo Breach. Infinite has not lived up to what it, it's it was supposed to be. I mean, Breach. it's a, like another six month season and all mean, this dude? stuff. They, dude, they got a show. What are you talking about, dude? The show is amazing. That's, that's facts. Yeah, man. The, they showed the his face. The adventure of Master <laughs> Chiefs. I don't. I don't even. Yeah, I was just saying. Like, I don't I, even know I, how many people know, are know, actually just, digging it. Yeah, but again, and I'm, I'm not trying to say like Halo is a terrible game or anything like that. I mean, there's definitely some fun in Infinite, especially with the gameplay, but. I don't know. It's, it's almost like, what does Xbox have to like, and to just show Xbox essentially? And I, and I know, and I know Microsoft's trying to do the whole thing. It's like we don't care where you play, just play our games essentially, right? Like I get that. That's the whole point of Game Pass on PC and uh, your mobile devices and all that stuff, basically through the cloud and everything like that. But I, I don't know. I, I really hope that this little showcase they, they have something that kind of just like blows, you know, blows the minds essentially, right? And maybe it, maybe it will be Starfield or whatever like that, but I, I don't know. That's this is my, my personal opinion on it. Yeah, if if they don't show something from Starfield um, on this on this showcase, they, I mean they have to be because it's, yeah, they said it has specifically to be Xbox that's, that's like the Bethesda, only game, right? Yeah, like that's the, the only game, game they have coming at least that we know of. Maybe they say, hey, we're actually Bethesda is actually working on new ones. If they don't show something from Starfield. Uh, that means one of two things it's it's the announcement is that it's being delayed uh for another year or that uh if they don't show anything and they don't say it's delayed that game is going to crash and burn it's because gonna get a lot at this if that point, happens five like at that point it's gonna be five months out from the launch and they haven't showed gameplay at all yeah that's that, that's i mean i've never heard of that now, I mean, even, even if they show it, even if they show it and they're like, yeah, but it's not coming out till like next year. Oh, I can see yeah. the Xbox people. They're going to go off. I smell delay. I smell delay coming. It's in the yeah. air. I, I either smell delay or they or they, they show off the gameplay and they're like, yeah, yeah, it's still coming out at the same time. And everyone's going to be like, look, like you're going to look to your left, you're going to look mm -hmm. to your right. And you're going to be like, oh, this is going to like. Yeah. It, it, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm right. saying. Yeah. Is, and for me, it's like it comes back to like Bethesda hasn't had a great game since Skyrim, and that was 10 years ago. Yep. Right? Yep. So yeah. Yep. I think so. Um, yeah. Yep. You know, because Fallout yep. 4 was like, Fallout 4 was like the definition of mid. Um, yep. Yeah. And Fallout 76 100%. was. Ooh. <laughs> we, 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 we don't talk about that game. <laughs> ooh. No. 70, 76? Um, what? Yeah. So. Uh, Soldier seventy six. <laughs> so, uh, you know the 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 whole thing I'm worried about right now with Xbox is they bought up all these companies, they're making these big moves, but again, uh, the the reason they were able to buy up these companies in the first place is because leadership has been so shit across the board for all these companies, and Xbox is not known to have strong leadership. 
Yep. Like with their their whole thing, like their whole thing in Xbox is that they haven't had strong leadership in almost a decade, right? Yeah. Um, and it's it's unfortunate because Xbox used to be a, a brand with like great franchises and yeah. really really awesome cool stuff that they were like they they pioneered console online gaming that was like the coolest thing ever, and now it's like sure you can say xbox live you know I'll, I'll be the first to admit xbox live as a service it's like stability and things like that is better than playstation like psn but at the same time like most of the good stuff now is third party like halo yeah. as talents at halo crashed and burned they're about to have another six month season with no content in it two maps um, that's it two they, maps they, and te technically one and one if you don't even play one of the other game modes like that just they said co-op is finally coming but only online co-op and not couch co-op which in theory should be much easier you should <laughs> have to work out all the networking yeah you it's have to crazy the how they drop the system how they it's how they drop that so late like like it just it's just yeah. a reminder that like if, if you're a game it's just you truly feel like it like those are such critical like components to launching this game and if they didn't have all those things at launch like you should just wait until it was ready like i just yeah. i always go back to that point where like they launched halo too early they needed to launch it well, when they was like had a, a better plan put together when all these features that we needed day one for it to be there when you had at least a good roadmap ready for like you know the online infrastructure and what you were going to do like yeah, i've got <sighs> I've got, I've got an update to that actually so there was a it's going around in the halo community right now i've seen some videos just pop up in the, the last few days or anything but it's not like 100 confirmed obviously like i don't think they'd ever come out and admit this or anything but very similar to how the the darkened history of my beloved battlefield series happened unfortunately with 20 the shit that was 2042 <laughs> Halo apparently for the first three years, so after five and everything, and Infinite went into its development and everything. Didn't the do first couple to three years were supposed to be some kind of like hero shooter type thing. They changed and they the wasn't game, work, and um, they and it wasn't working out. And they went and then they changed everything back to make it to what we have now. I'm Very done. similar to how Battlefield 2042 was supposed to be either a BR slash hero shooter. And they it wasn't working out, and so they took elements of that, and then we got 2042. Now, obviously, 2042 has definitely burned. I would say a little bit more than Halo has, but regardless, that that's why. And then apparently, like when it came to developing Halo Infinite, it's like they've been stacking code on top of code instead of removing something and making it better. So going trying to go back in now into the current Halo game that we have and trying to fix things takes more time because you're on top of piles of code essentially. And when I heard this information, I'm like, regardless if they come out and say this or not, it wouldn't surprise me because they're trying to chase those hero shooter trends because they see all the money from Apex and mm -hmm. Overwatch and everything like that. Yep. It's just like, it just blows my mind. It's like, God, what has happened to these games? Like, Here's the thing. When you are, when you are working on Halo, right? I don't want Overwatch when I play Halo. Yeah. I know. Like, I don't it want. It sounds so simple, right? It sounds so simple. I don't want a BR when I want to play Halo. Like, and they already, yeah. already said we're putting out a battle royale. And oh yeah, and I've seen that. Yeah. The th the yeah. thing about it is this is this is the kind of shit that Microsoft has been doing the past decade instead of being the like like look if you're three four three you're taking over for Bungie, right? You've got big shoes to fill. Right, because Bungie is like yeah. legendary, 
in terms of yeah. Halo. Like those games are legendary in terms of first person shooters. Yeah, you've got big shoes to fill, but you also have the giant, excuse my language, the giant swinging dick of an IP that is Halo. Like you have a responsibility to to put that IP and and really go like, okay, we need to push this. We need to make this, you know, we need to continue this tradition of this being the number one go-to first-person shooter IP in the world, right? And yeah, you know, after Halo came out, Call of Duty came out, really gave it a run for its money. But yeah. I contest that that there's people who played Call of Duty and there was people who played Halo, like, and they didn't. There wasn't a lot of crossover. Like, I any day of the week back in in bungee days would have played halo over call of duty nowadays i don't really play either because they're both like boring and, and they're trying to do too much stuff that's not their game you know um yeah. but like when you have something as powerful as halo and you go chasing trends when you're working yeah. with the ip that set the trends that's how you know that like 343 doesn't know what they're doing they just don't know they're just trying they're, they're grasping at anything and everything to try and get well and like, i think i think it shows i think it shows that whole management thing right because you talked about earlier bobby about how the xbox management has kind of been kind of all over the place recently especially in the last few years yeah that has obviously trickled down into it's the heads of those development studios right so yeah. the heads of 343 the heads of you know in, insert here and it's happened it's not just xbox right it's happening across the entire industry i mean that's what bobby literally just talked about everyone that's literally what happened with uh with battlefield is yep. that the heads of dice because they're obviously not the ones that originally made dice back in the days and everything most of those people moved on which is normal you know we get that and everything but the heads of dice and the heads of ea are the ones going we want to chase these trends. It's like, why are you chasing trends? You are the trend already. You have made the industry standards already. They should be copying you, not the other way around. And look at what happened to you. Your games have both crashed and burned, basically. I'm not saying they're dead, but they're crashing and burning, and people are leaving. We can tell by the numbers. And don't give me that whole, well, it's only Steam numbers and everything. Uh, look at the numbers they had when all of this stuff came out originally, yeah. right? And now look at what they have. Just I mean, saying. Halo has what, like two percent of its player base left from the original. Something like that. There's not that much left, I think, right? The, the high, yeah, and, the it's high free, and that's yeah. that game is free to play. That game is free it's to play. Free, yeah, and that's the worst really part. Is that <laughs> it's free insane. to play? That's that's yeah. a that's a tough like Battlefield. Like, okay, people heard like the first reviews yeah. came out like the day before, and people canceled pre-orders and they didn't buy it. And yeah, so, yeah, exactly. They didn't buy everything. But Halo, Halo like, is it's free. free. That'd be like if someone it's was free. like Fortnite you know has like four thousand players right now. I'd be like, what the. Like, you know what I mean? I think, like, I was gonna say, I, I think Halo needs a break. I I think, I think this is one of those, this is what happens when you just reuse an IP and there's just like not much like difference between it or not just that, but like what after three was when like the whole thing just went down, I think for Halo and just the, like it just, it just went down. Right. And I just kind of feel like at that point, like you need, you need to take a break. You need to leave the Halo IP alone. And this is the one thing I love about PlayStation, what I love about Sony, is that they built so many different IP that have just been so successful. And they've taken the yeah. time with their creative teams. And they have a lot of great creative people that build these stories and they, you know, they build the gameplay and everything. They're so good. But there's when you look at PlayStation, like they just have such a memorable catalog of just iconic characters and iconic games. Whereas I always felt like Xbox, they 
like how many times have we seen Halo and Gears? Like the only two things I swear to God, it's all they ever were known for for so long. And <laughs> yeah, they but... they they had this problem of not building a portfolio of multiple successful IP. Like they're trying to, to bring back what was this game? Perfect Dark. Like they're trying to bring it back. But guess what? Now people are not happy with the project. They weren't happy with the higher ups. People have and, now left that project. Leaving? Crystal Dynamics came in, and now it's a Crystal Dynamics project. Like it's like you said, it's, a, it's an issue with management, and and not just that. They just there's so many problems. But like I think it's time they just need to start building these newer newer ip newer worlds like get something new in there to bring back your brand and, but i guess that's, that's why they brought all these do. people right like yeah that's you know? what they're trying to do that they're trying yeah. to be like well xbox is a place where we have call of duty we have overwatch like yeah. that's xbox stuff and like to me that I, I i look at it and go you can buy all the shit you want you can buy every studio that you want it's not going to make Xbox better as a brand because in the back end, right? Like think about when you, when you build a house, the first thing you need is a foundation and that's what your management is in any company, right? Mm -hmm. Like here at five, nine, I'm very grateful for the managers we have. Cause you guys do a great job, you know, like, like I'm very happy that I can speak to my managers and you know, they help me out. Xbox clearly doesn't have that. They don't have the, like the studios don't have the support. They get told things like, no, you got to get this game out. It doesn't matter. Right. That's what happened with Halo. Let's be realistic. Halo, they yeah. had the first thing Xbox was like, or Microsoft was yeah. like, got to get this out. And they said, we cannot get it out for the, the release year. So they said, okay, then it's going to be out 2021. It's going to be, I don't, we don't care. And so <laughs> they released it and look where it is like the campaign is supposed to like from my understanding the campaign is supposed to be like a live service too nothing has been said about that at all <laughs> that's not gonna happen yeah. to like year three probably <laughs> nothing had, like they're like oh yeah we're, we're getting you like two new maps this next season and uh, like one game mode that we had in every other halo before this but we finally put it together for this one it's like didn't you also say like this whole story is supposed to continue and that's why the the story like the ending of the story was so like half-assed because it's supposed yep. to continue and it's not it's not doing that because they are it's just the same thing that Fixing happened with anthem else. right and anthem was bad management too was they're they're playing so much catch-up to fix the game because they didn't have it ready that now like when they're supposed to be having content out they have nothing because they're just trying to patch up everything that they they didn't get done in the first place because like clearly no one is stepping up to go like this is what we need to be doing and like i'm sorry i'm on a tirade about halo because i loved halo and <laughs> infinite made me so sad i can't tell we, we definitely got go off, off man go yeah. off but like but like halo halo is just such a great franchise like go start up the master chief collection play through those first halo like those first four or five aren't, halo games aren't more people playing the master chief collection now than infinite i wouldn't Pain. be surprised no. yes yes that's no true. Way. i that's, wouldn't yes, be surprised i gotta i gotta check that now go, go ahead and that's keep talking insane. i'm gonna check that right now but but with this with the same thing when we're talking about halo 343 the same thing has been happening with bethesda right and the same thing is like happened with crystal dynamics we saw avengers right like i i still enjoy avengers i don't play it as much anymore but i still hop into it every once in a while for fun it's actually gotten a lot better like they added like daily stuff for you to do and like weekly and monthly stuff like they have all these like levels of stuff and i go that's cool but that should have been in there at the launch it's been like 16 17 months yeah. right and again this this management problem and it's like talent said 
happened with Battlefield, right? It happened with Call of Duty, clearly, too. Like, every single AAA space seems to be having these management issues because the profit is becoming is is becoming more important than the product it's it's, it's, their, it's their only goal right yeah, profits yeah. their only goal yeah and they don't actually care about the product yeah but like at the end of the day if you give people enough bad products right if you if you know let's say you go to like burger king and eat a burger king like once a week right and then one week after you eat a burger king like you don't feel great you might go okay yeah. well I, that's never happened before but if like you go and then about half the time when you're going, you, you feel like you're getting sick or something, you're gonna stop going to Burger King, right? Like you're not you're not gonna take something that's tainted over and over and over. And that that clearly shows with like like Halo's player base, with Xbox sales being under PlayStation sales, even though Xbox are more widely available right now. People want a PlayStation 5 because it's got IP that that Sony works on and lets their studios really cultivate right same thing with switch like man it bummed me out so much when they announced breath of the wild was going to be delayed breath of the wild 2 or the sequel yeah. to the breath of the wild but you know what at the same time i go cool nintendo Better. like i, I accept yeah. it i respect it like go go ahead and do it yeah. you delay it as much as you need because i know it's going to be great when it gets here 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 are some numbers real quick to look at the master chief to the halo charts okay so I'm looking at peak players right now. So obviously we know they dip and everything due to the times and all sure, that stuff. Sure. But anyway, so peak peak players. So let's go when the game came out. And then so we'll look at November 2021 for both games and now. Okay. So November 2021 for Halo Infinite, peak players is 256,000 players. Okay. Yeah. Um, the average players, it says average players was also 102,000. Okay. Okay. Sounds Master right. Chief Collection at that same time, November 2021. Average players was 6,900 and peak was 13,000. Okay, so what you'd expect, yeah. right? New game yeah. comes out, all that stuff. Okay, now let's look at last 30 days. Okay, so last 30 days for a Halo Infinite is average players 5,000, peak players 10,000. Okay, this is the last 30 days. Uh, if we want to look at the last 24 hour peak, it's 9,000. Okay? okay, Master Chief Collection, last 30 days. Average players, 4,000. Peak players, 9,000. It has seen a spike in players go up, according to this, 76%. Because people are just leaving Lots Halo Infinite. People are leaving Halo and Infinite. It's, it's 24-hour yeah, peak flush. right now for Halo Infinite is 6,500, which is obviously still lower than Halo Infinite, but it looks just like Battlefield where you're having one, five, and even four be above those. So yeah, yeah. there are your numbers right there. And that, yeah, that, that, I mean, it, it comes back to, again, that Xbox hasn't been able to manage brands. And they, I mean, they, they, Microsoft, we're all using computers that run on Windows, right? Like, yep. of course, <laughs> yep. they're going to have all the money in the world. But my question is, is like, eventually, you know, daddy Microsoft is, is going to look at what's his name? Uh, what's the guy? Uh, Spencer, Phil Spencer, right? Eventually, he's yeah, going to look Phil at, Spencer. you know, Daddy Microsoft's going to look at Phil Spencer and be like, no, you're cut off, man. Like, you're not making us money. You're not doing anything. Because Phil Spencer right now is going like, no, let's let's pay all these companies this money for Game Pass. And yet people go like, well, Game Pass makes all this money every month. It's got it's got 30 million subs. It's got. Yeah, let's say it's got 30 million. It's, it's, subs. Been, it's been increasing, I think. Yeah, sure. But but notice how they don't put numbers out. 
Yeah. They, they, they always say it's increasing, but they never put numbers out because they know the numbers wouldn't look as good as they want them to, right? Didn't they project something right. like like forty million by last summer, and they just hit like thirty million this winter? Something like something that. Yeah. Like that yeah, yeah. So so, like obviously, like now part of that is people don't have Xboxes, right? Um, or they don't want to pay to Game Pass till they get their new Series X or something, and that's fair. But at the same point, like you got to go. How much money are they just burning? Servers, programmers. Right, paying the the devs for the games to put on the thing in the first place, all this money is being burned. Um, I, I'm just really hoping that that Xbox as a brand, as as a brand that was so great once upon a time, can pull all this together because right now mm -hmm. it's just like they're like a they're like a spoiled rich kid. They're trying to use money to solve all their problems when really like a little bit of introspection. You know, like like looking inside and going, okay, what's going on and what's causing all these issues would solve 10 times more than the money ever could. Well, I'm curious to know if like, if they're having these management issues right now, and now you're going to bring all these Activision <laughs> yeah, you're bringing people Activision. in, like, oh my, like, I, I'm, 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 I'm like, I'm not saying it's going to kill Microsoft or anything like that. No one tried to take that out of context, but Oh my God, the headache of whoever's trying to oversee all that is just like, oh God. And and again, that's even if like, uh, who the, the, is the FEC, right? I'm like FTC? that, yeah. The, FTC, yeah. So, so one of those three letter government agencies, uh, <laughs> you know, they're looking into it. And if they, like, if they don't yeah. let the sale they're go the, through. They're the final say, I think, yeah. Yeah, but like both sides of, of the stock are gonna like Microsoft's gonna go down and Activision Blizzard's gonna go down a ton, right? Yep. Um, because like I mean that is a big acquisition and you know like like the definition of like you know people go like oh it's a monopoly it's a monopoly because they're buying no 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 it's because Sony look at Sony is is buying up a bunch of studios and Sony owns more, right? But <laughs> Xbox using that money. Uh, or Microsoft using that money to help Xbox, that's them using money from another industry, right? Which is where the monopoly right. talk comes in. So, yep. like, I want to see Microsoft work on its, or, or excuse me, Xbox work on its own legs outside of Microsoft and not have to go ask them to buy up every studio. Like, I want to see yep. them do so, great things, right? Like, yeah, and, that, and that, I think that's what we're hoping from this Xbox and Bethesda showcase, right? Is that we get to see some of that, hopefully, because. It's been a few years now and it's like okay you know we, we're not asking for you know everything must be done on the xbox showcase day or something like that right obviously like that that's honestly unrealistic but like just have you know just say hey, look okay look this is what's coming out this is what we're working on right now and this is what you can expect yeah like fable hellblade starfield yeah. like give it give us yeah. the good stuff now like it's been two years yeah. give us a good stuff yeah Agreed. exactly and again we're not saying you have to have every single one of those things done obviously like oh yeah every single thing is going to release this winter get your wallets ready or something like that but just be like hey look guys uh we know we haven't shown anything but here's starfield it's pretty much ready it'll be ready to go in the holiday season or whenever it's supposed to release by the way also next year we're gonna have fable as well at the, around this time and we're I gonna wish. have this other game at this time right like lethal's like please yeah. give me fable. yeah that, that game's <laughs> not coming anytime soon <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just I, 